0: Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. We are joined today by director Lucky McKee, whose new movie Old Man is premiering in theaters, digital, video on demand, Friday, October 14th. Lucky, thank you so much for being here with us today. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Are you excited? I'm excited. About- I,
1: have a, I have a yeah, I have a movie coming out this Friday. That's right. exciting, right? right? Come on. It doesn't <laughs> get any better
0: than that. How yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's a privilege, yeah.
0: So let me ask you, when you got the nod to direct Old Man, uh, was Stephen Lang already attached to the film?
1: No, he wasn't. This this started with Mark Center, actually. Mark Center brought me this script. Mark, you know, is not only a great actor, but he has also been working in the producing game and and this script came to him from a, uh, an old friend of his that had, had you know, turned a, an old play that he had written into a screenplay. Um, and Mark and I had, you know, for many years, had, had, uh, I had produced a film, uh, the first when I first met him, I had produced a film called The Lost, the Jack Ketchum adaptation that he was the lead in. And Ever since then, we'd always really, really wanted to connect on, on something as, dire- you know, as director and actor. We, we dabbled a little bit on this, this anthology film, Tales of Halloween um we played a husband character for me uh but we never had that chance to have like a full meal of a feature together Mm -hmm. Uh, an old man just seemed to kind of present that opportunity and slowly but surely we started putting all the right pieces together and uh once it came down to like who is the old man gonna be we went through the typical uh you know lists of names and all that kind of stuff and Stephen Lane just turned out to be the perfect,
0: the perfect. Fit. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, yeah. the yeah. script is written by Joel vake uh, he Joel, wrote,
1: Joel Veach. Veach. Yeah, Joel Veach. Sorry, Joel yes. Veach yeah. wrote yeah.
0: the script. Did you work with? Because you're also a writer yourself. Did you and Joel yeah. work together to polish the script, or was it all 100% Joel? Well, it's the
1: the script is 100% Joel, but but uh, you know my. You know, my biggest fear, but also the thing that really pulled me to the material was like, okay, how are we going to make it captivating two men in a cabin for, for 90 plus minutes? Uh, so about a month before we started prep, uh, once we knew the, the, the film in Pinocchio terms was a real boy, so to speak, it was something that was definitely going to happen. Joel and I took about a month and, and, uh. We would read it I would read a section of the script I would make a bunch of notes and and you know kind of generate a bunch of ideas and thoughts and and uh you know always kind of pushing like how do we kind of keep, make sure that we bring this more into a cinematic space because it could very well you know it, it obviously started as a play and it, it, it has its roots there but I want to make a movie right so we we just went over and over the script for about a month and and you know again I, I never touched the script it's all it's all Joel's writing but it, it, it came from a lot you know, we 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 really, really brought the material to to like a whole new exciting place, just kind of going back and forth and, and, you know, me kind of giving him my perspective as a director and just saying, well, yeah, you know, I mean, like, that's a long run of like, expositional dialogue right there. How about we do it, you know, in a visual way? And we'd start talking about ways of doing that. We just came to a great place by the end of that process.
0: Now, you mentioned this was a, a play and it's weird because I, as I was watching the film, I'm like, I, I was actually wondering this would be a great one to two person Broadway play uh, oh, because yeah. it's totally. carried entirely by Stephen. Uh, then Mark, of course, as well, does a great job to yeah. to, to, to help Stephen out. Now, yeah, uh, is that done often? Where uh, a, a movie script is written for it to be a, a, a show play, but it, it just works better as a film. What's your experience with that when it comes to writing?
1: Uh, well, you know, I, I never, I, I know so little about the theater. Actually. I've never really dabbled in, in, in theater. Uh, it's never really had a pull with me. Uh, uh, so I, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I just, I, all I know is just kind of this specific case. I mean, obviously, a ton of great plays have been have been made into into films. I mean, one of my favorite writers of all time is Tennessee Williams. Yeah, and, uh, and so many of his great stage productions, you know, found their way into the film world and become became some of my favorite films as well.
0: You no, know? Absolutely, not um, so. Now, moving on to Stephen Lang. He is just an amazing actor. I mean, what more can you say about Stephen? His character, An uh, Old Man, at some points resembles his character in Don't Breathe. Is that because there are just some similarities to the two characters? Or was it your choice? for him to sort of bring that out uh, That's just my interpretation. It doesn't mean it actually happened. Yeah, or not. I, mean,
1: I can see, I can see people making that association. I mean, I, I mean, I think they're very, very different types of films, like what makes their motor run. Uh, uh, I think, you know, I think the connection that people are projecting onto uh, uh, the, the connections that people are projecting onto it are, are you know, that's, that's, that's on the audience. It's not on me. And I, I think that, you know, obviously the, the common factor here is 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 Stephen Lang, Yeah, <laughs> you know, his, his approach to things, you know, but um, but it's a very, you know, I, I can see the I can see the the similarities that people are talking about, but I'm not ultra familiar with the Don't Breathe movies. I haven't seen the second one yet, and, and I'd, I saw the first one when it was in theaters. I think Fede Alvarez is a fantastic filmmaker. I think his Evil Dead remake is like one of the best movies. Yes, I agree. Last. 10 years or so, just balls to the wall, like a real horror movie. Um, and I thought don't breathe was a really, really fun follow Um, but, uh, but yeah, there was no, nothing conscious okay. on my, on my end, nothing, nothing conscious on my end to make a connection between the two.
0: Now shooting the film, any film with a limited cast in a single location, uh, for our audience watching who, those who are not filmmakers, they would assume that it's a hell. It's a lot less challenging as, having to work with a big cast, having to go to multiple locations. Describe the differences. I mean, this film is contained into a single cabin. Steven Ruiz is the primary character. What was it like?
1: Well, it's almost more difficult, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of your flexibility in the edit, you know, is just one example. I mean, this is a movie that primarily takes place in real time. One thing leads to the next, and... Uh, 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 You know, there's no cutting ahead to anything. There's no cutting the dull bits out. There's all, you know, obviously when we got to the edit, we found ways to compress here and there and and modulate the pace and everything. But working in real time is a real challenge. Working in in a single location is a tremendous filmmaking challenge. How do you keep something captivating uh, without, without your stylistic notions getting in the way of these great performances that are going on you know so i studied the masters i mean if you look at you look at what Sidney lamette does in a film like 12 angry men you don't realize how much that movie is transforming visually over the course of it right you know the movie starts off but if you if you take a step back from it and you really start analyzing it you realize oh wait a second The beginning of the movie, everything's shot on long lenses and slowly but surely over the course of the movie, the lenses get wider and wider and wider and there's more depth and and it kind of sneaks up on you in a very, very kind of like sneaky subconscious uh, way, you know, so those techniques are something that we pulled from and then also just just constantly challenging uh, just constantly challenging ourselves to keep it, keep changing it up visually and kind of just always making sure that Whatever we were doing visually was was at the service of what was going on in the, in the given dramatic moment.
0: That's great information. Thank you for sharing that. Now going to yeah. the limited cast with Stephen and Mark being the two primary players on the screen, uh, you gotta have a lot of trust in your performers, your actors, to carry the film. Uh, was that ever an issue when it came to Stephen and Mark? I mean, once you they were cast you knew you had all the trust in the world that those two can pull this thing off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And can you still hear me? One of my, one of my, okay. Um, uh, that's where rehearsal was really crucial. I mean, uh, early on in, in the preparation of the film uh, a few weeks before shooting, we would get on zoom. It was heavy COVID times. This was January, February, uh, 2021. Um, so we were very much working in a bubble and it was, you know, there was no vaccination yet. So, you know, it was just what it was. That was the way we, we had to work. So all of our rehearsals took place on, on zoom, uh, but that—that's where we really cracked a lot of everything, and that's where I really gained a lot of confidence about about uh, what the film could be, and it gave me a lot of confidence in what those guys were going to do. So by the time we showed up on set, I was very confident with the choices they made, the approaches they made to the characters. Mark really, really found his character's voice during that re- rehearsal process. Mm. Um, and then, you know, again, like like I was saying about about slang, he he has such a tremendous. Uh, you know his feet firmly planted in the in the theater world and and he'd done so many plays over the years and you know that's a whole different mindset than film acting it's not just about memorizing your few lines or a few yeah. scenes that you have to do on a given day it's like these guys could memorize a whole script and they could go plug into it wherever they need to and they, they also have the ability mark had this, this ability as well as to do 10 minute 12 minute runs of dialogue, you know, without cutting the camera and you start getting really organic performances that way because they can stay in it for so long. You're not calling cut yeah. every two or three sentences or every, every little moment or whatever. Um, and I think we got really, really good, good, exciting performances that way.
0: Absolutely. Now let's go a little deeper into Steven's character. Who's just called the old man. Um, yeah. he has the maturity of a little child. Now, in your opinion, and this is, again, going to be left up to the viewer's uh, opinion, is that something that is out of his control, or is it the result of living a lifelong uh, with guilt on his conscience and with his demons?
1: It's it's very much a story about a man that's been consumed by his own guilt and regret, and, and I think that, you know, for me personally, he, you know, he represents a big fear that I think a lot of us have is, is are we going to end up alone talking to ourselves? Are we going to, are we going to, you know, or are we going to act in a way or pay penance or, 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 or ask for forgiveness for um, bad things that we've done or, 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 you know, like, will we be able to navigate this world well enough to where by the time we're seventies, we're in, we're in our seventies, um that we're surrounded by love and warmth and, yeah. and all these things so um there there's you know he, he represents a big fear that i have because I've, I've seen that with men in my life that have kind of ended up that way maybe not quite as extreme as he ended up but uh but close enough you know, to where it's it's made it a real fear yeah and i think yeah. that i think that has a lot to do with why i connected with the material so much because it spoke to that fear that i have
0: the timing of the reveals in any movie is is critical for it to be executed properly. Uh, yeah. It's done very well in Old Man. Do you have a specific approach on the timing of when... Because there are a lot of reveals in this film, all the way to the end. Uh, is there a specific approach that you use to when to time, to when you think the reveal is going to work best for the film? Well, I think I think that this, this, the way this film is
1: constructed, you, you, you'll know, you know what I'm talking about with the way it ends. I mean, the, the ending of the film is an invitation to watch the entire film over again. Yeah. Um, and I think when you do that, you start to realize how many more reveals were taking place than you had any than, than you really had an idea were taking place. Um, there are those big reveals, you know, but I think that, uh, we we see it a lot. There's a lot of movies that are all about that big twist ending or that big shocking moment where the, everything turns on its ear or something. But if, if the whole film, you know, lives and dies by that one reveal or that one moment, I think, I think um, ultimately it can, it can reveal how shallow a film is. Um, oh. So hopefully, you know, people will, you know, they'll have that big, it's enough of a realization to where they can go back and watch the movie again and see it. And then come and, have completely different set of feelings watching it a second time when they do the first time you won't ever be able to, to uh, reproduce that feeling you had yeah. the first time you watched it, which is really exciting to me. But hopefully when they do go back and look at it a second time that a bunch of stuff kind of mm-hmm. starts revealing itself and opening up and you kind of realize how much care uh, and, and hopefully subtlety, you know, uh, went into making it all feel correct by the time it got to that ending
0: absolutely there's a toast that joe and the old man make to death and beauty the reason why i bring it up is because it's mentioned again towards the end of the film is there any kind of significance to that toast
1: well yeah i mean that's that's it right i mean like that's that's nature and that's life and that's that's you know i mean you know it's it's (laughs) <laughs> our, our existence is at once beautiful and terrifying you know um and and you know the the biggest fear of all is is death and how it's going to come and, and what the circumstances will be will, will it be a surprise or will, <laughs> will it be something that we know is coming and you know uh and i also think that that if you've ever lived long stretches of time isolated in, in, in the middle of nowhere and or are, are kinda of closer to nature in that way, you realize that there is there is a beauty in the way nature works and that and that uh, it's really easy for human beings to forget that they're a part of all of that, mm-hmm. you know? Um we have the the fortunate and yet unfortunate ability to be conscious of 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 a lot more than uh uh the other creatures on this planet are are capable of um which is is you know is, is a blessing and a curse at the same time you know and that duality i think is really fascinating
0: now the ending was just so perfect how it ties into the whole film as far as you know was that just the ending were there any other endings that were discussed or toyed around with or was it that was it it's perfect let's not mess with it with it. It was
1: always the, that was, yeah, yeah. That, that was always the ending from the very beginning, you know, uh, and I think that, you know, sorry, there's some, someone's building no, a set okay. out here in our shop. um, uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, the, that ending was, was there from the very beginning, but then, you know, the, the big part of, of, working over the script and, and build, building the way the film kind of functions and everything was just making sure that we earned that and that, 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 that felt, that that didn't feel like it came completely out of left field, that it Mm -hmm. was, it was a reveal that that was like, Oh yeah, that this now everything, you know, it kind of locks everything together in your head.
0: Absolutely. Now you wrote and directed the very successful 2002 film May. Uh, would you say looking back now, that was your big break in entertainment?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. May, May's what, uh, uh, what you know i haven't i haven't had to do any other i haven't had to get a day job since i made may (laughs) i've been able to do nothing but concentrate on making things up since since i had the opportunity to to share that with everybody so that movie i I owe everything to that movie you know It, It 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 was kind of a way for me to kind of it was my first kind of scream, <laughs> my, my first kind of scream out to the world, like, here I am, you know? Uh, uh, and the movie even starts off with a scream, which I think is pretty appropriate. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to be dealing with a lot of pain and a lot of feelings here. <laughs> uh, I right, hope you're ready for this, yeah.
0: We're almost out of time, but I want to ask you one final question. The film, like we, t- mm-hmm. we said in the beginning, is being released October 14th. There are a lot of horror movies coming out October 14th, most notably, of course, is Halloween ends. Uh, sure. Does that worry you at all that if this is coming out oh, in gosh, theaters, no. you know? I mean, no, no, no it
1: doesn't. It, it doesn't worry, worry me at all. Uh, you know, Halloween is a completely different sort of headspace and a completely, you know, it's just a completely different beast. You know, I, I think there's room for all for all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's room for all different types of 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 of, of dark films. Um, no I, there, there's plenty of room for everything and if the movie is any good you know it's not about it's not about the opening weekend it's not about the its initial release or anything it's 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 like it's like it's like may here exactly. you know it's like
0: over people time are still talking over about time. that
1: movie 20 years 20 years later people mm-hmm. are still finding that movie and connecting with it which is which is really great, you know? It's like the, the goal is to create something that has staying power. How know? many
0: movies have been released that have gotten trashed by critics? And you know what? I, know. I always Some, tell people- A lot
1: of my fa- most of my yeah. favorite movies, yeah. actually. I, you know? I always tell so. people,
0: history is the best judge of how good a film is. Uh, you yeah, know, I, over the years, word of mouth and so on.
1: Yeah, for me it just has to do just has to do well enough so I can make more. That's exactly. all, That's that's the only, that's the only requirement here. You absolutely. Know? Uh, you know, if it's a big sensation, that would be great. But absolutely, it's, it's not something I'm holding my breath for. <laughs> you know, lucky I just hope it connects with the right people.
0: I want to thank you so much for coming on here for everyone. Again, again, the film is called Old Man. It is coming out the theaters, digital, and video on demand. I'm assuming Shutter as well as also video on demand. Uh, yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know, I don't know where, yeah, yeah, it is an it's, RLJE
0: it's, it's, film, and those all yeah, go I'm, to sure, I'm sure it'll
1: end up on Shutter. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. check so out one
1: of AMC's. You're going yeah.
0: you guys are gonna love this movie. Please check it out; you won't be disappointed. Stephen Lang's amazing. Lucky did a great job directing this film. It's gonna keep you captivated and guessing the whole way through. Lucky, thank you again so much. I want to thank our audience who have tuned in to watch this interview on behalf of lucky mckee and myself stay safe and until next time guys stay walking bye bye